T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is the WEEI Classic Broadcast, live from Timeout Market with Gresh, Art, Raycroft, and Mill. We're at Timeout Market right down the street from Fenway Park, where, of course, this afternoon, at some point between 2 o'clock and 2.35, we've been told, they will drop the puck over at uh, Fenway Park for the Winter Classic, and we're here at Timeout Market. Uh, not only celebrating the uh, game of hockey, but getting you game ready for the uh, Winter Classic. It's Gresh, it's hard. Andrew Raycroft has carved out 30 minutes of time for us <laughs> on this busy day because he has to go into, uh, he has to, first of all, find his way into Fenway. So there, uh, that's the biggest issue. That's I have an automatic right now. starter right there. Yeah, no question. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you can uh, pull the "Hey, I used to be this guy" card. <laughs> Do you oh. know who I am? Right. Oh, yeah, that always works out well. No, uh, especially actually. when you get pulled over. Try that one. Yeah, I, that always goes. Over I well. used to be able to stick my big toe in my ear, <laughs> and now I'm not as flexible anymore. Uh, and uh, so Razor, of course, is a part of the uh, Nesson crew with the pre and the post and all that kind of stuff over there at uh, over there at Fenway. And, Razor, I want to start with the atmospheric conditions. I actually heard a couple of Nimrods that work in Providence on TV. Easy. Well, they're stupid because okay. it was they were, like, giggling. Hee-hee, how do they keep the ice cold? Da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, oh, my God, you people work in sports and you can't figure it out. But I did see a tweet from Fluto Shinzawa where I guess they did, like, media skate or whatever, like Scott McLaughlin from WEI.com cracked his head open, falling down or whatever. But he said it was a little bumpy. So kind of walk us through what the ice might be like today where it clearly is not, you know, two below zero outside. No, fortunately the sun's not out. That's that's the biggest killer talking to everyone over there is is the sun, and that's why they're not sure if it's a 2.30. I was there yesterday. The sun was still on it around 2.15. They have to wait because they have refrigeration tarps on top of it. They don't want to pull those off until the sun's not beating on it because that keeps it cold. So the guys skated on it yesterday. There weren't a lot of complaints. The media skated, I believe, the night before. So they were one of the oh, okay. first to get on it. There was a little bit of rain that day. Yesterday was okay. The longer it goes and not having rain yesterday morning or this morning is a huge deal. So it should be fine for the guys. Again, it's a bit of a slog fest either way, even if it's zero degrees outside and the ice is perfect. So you expect it's just it to different. begin with because it is an outdoor event. That's right. That's just, just the way it is. There's so much going on around it. it. It's like the Super Bowl, right? It takes guys a little while to get into the game, right, and whatever right. team's done it before gets to the game quicker. You hear all that analogy through the week, the analysis through the week of Super Bowl. Very similar to this. What about the 
the non-ice conditions? Because you made the comparison to the Super Bowl, but we always hear for the uh, NCAA championship when they first shoot in these huge football stadiums, yeah. the atmosphere feels different. From a goalie's perspective, or even the rest of the, the players, are sight lines, are backdrops, is that any sort of an issue? It is, and that's why they, they really needed to get out yesterday. And when there was talk of maybe moving to Warrior, it doesn't do them any good to go practice right. at Warrior. So for, especially for the goaltenders, it's and I did the alumni game at Gillette, so that was the only you know, and, and that kind of mattered, but right. it, it wasn't that serious. But it was odd because you don't have any, uh, you don't have any reflection point. You you just see nothing because in a stadium, even that you you only see ten rows above your eyes. You're only seeing here, but in Fenway in Gillette, you see nothing. There's nothing behind the glass. There's no stand, so everything can be. Uh, your depth perception is much different. It's similar to the basketball guys. They, they have a hard time recognizing the, the same thing with where the players are on the ice just feels a little bit different. So, so take the over. More goals the, will be scored. The goalies can't see the puck. Take well, the over. that's it. It's, it's, you, you can argue both ways. Usually these go a, a little tighter, but I would say today's an over kind of day. I feel like it could be a 4-3, 5-4 kind of game. I was just uh, running. Look at him. He's, he's checking now. I did. There I ran go. to the Sportsbook Rhode Island app to see uh, sort of where they had the uh, where they had the numbers set for today as well. And uh, over under six. Actually, all three games Razors got today. the over. He just said 4-3. Yeah, there yep. you go, four, all right. Three. So there you go. So There's all your gambling advice early in the show. Gets you gets you to the spot, too. All three games are uh, set for uh, over-unders of six. The Bruins on the goal line laying the one and a half makes them plus 143. And on just the straight-up money line against pittsburgh 178 and it says here a 207 listing time but uh razor he did a great job of breaking down why maybe you got to wait a little bit or that you know drop in the puck it could be a bit of a, a sliding time or sliding scale uh earlier today on the greg hill show tuka rash joined uh greg and the crew and they asked him if is this just another game here was tuka's response it is i mean it's just a hype around it it's different you know it feels like uh a bigger game than it actually is. I mean, there's two points in line, and that's that's it. But uh, it's it's a great uh, booster for everybody. Kind of breaks the norm of the season, and uh, you know, gets you geared up for the spring spring is run. It, Razor, is it just another game? It is in in the standings wise. I think it's it's like Tuca alluded to. Everybody's got family in town. Everybody's family friends wanted to come and get to the game. So depending on how players could navigate and get as many tickets and scrounge it up, there there's more to it uh, for them today in, in that they want to – they're on the national stage. They have a lot of friends and family. Everybody got to skate yesterday. But at the end of the day, I think that the players recognize that they have to enjoy it and have fun with it rather than take it so seriously that they need to win this game to get the two points. They like the idea of it being more of a breakout situation. Is there any downside to it, whether it be for a goalie? Olmark's been awesome. Yeah. And you talked about he's going to see things differently today if he has a hellaciously bad game. We hear these guys that go to the home run derby, and their swing sucks for two <laughs> weeks after. Is there any downside to playing this sort of a, a gimmick game in the middle of a season when you're rolling so well i don't think i don't think that anyone would take it that way and, and allow it to go to the next game i don't think it, it messes with your swing per right. se with the but i mean they're going to be bouncing but pucks there's going to be yeah weird... absolutely and and i think they're going to carve i think the players put this in a compartment over here and whatever happens they play the game they get it over with and then they move on and go to la right. and play a real game thursday night this is just one of those ones in the middle of it where, to, to Tuka's point, like you're not worried about the two points. You want to go out and have fun and put on a good show. 
but you kind of get back to business on Wednesday when you get back in the rink and practice. So uh, the, the two concerns to that for the Boston Bruins is, one, the home game, that you have this great streak going. That kind of throws a wrinkle. You'd rather just be able to try and keep a run on that. Oh, that's right. They could lose today. They could lose it today says a loss in the home standings, correct. but you didn't. That's right. So I then you know that instead of going 18-0-2 or 19-0-2, now you're 18-1-2. That sucks. That's Get an asterisk in there or something. Need an oh, there'll be an asterisk. got to be something. And Linus Allmark only has one loss on the season. If a couple bad, weird bounces right. happen today, that kind of is annoying as well. But, again, I think they, they put it in a bucket over here and move on with the season after. So it sounds like this is one of those games where it's in context. It is a big deal. It's the Winter Classic. It is a showcase game. But you understand that the circumstances could be a little wonky, and if you do end up losing, it's not the end of the world. It's exactly what it is. You want it, If you win, it's a great feeling. Everybody's happy. If you lose, no one's breaking sticks in the locker room. It was still a great experience. Glad we did it. Now we got to win on Thursday night. Now we got to win our next game. Let's get back. Are there the any season. players that hate it? Uh, these outdoor I, or you know i don't I, I would assume a couple guys are complaining about it but i think like chris sale with throwback jerseys nobody's yeah, gonna yeah, yeah, up or so, anything like that so i think the 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 the, the players do recognize though that they this could be the last one especially the bruins guys they've done a, quite a few of them now yep. i don't think they're going to be on the docket here the next little while so i think a lot of guys will recognize that this is the last one or this is their one opportunity to do it I think they have more of an issue of like going into Arizona and playing in a 2000 seat right. arena where they're saying oh. all the right things, but I don't think they love that. And I, this, I think players hate that, but this is fun. They get an opportunity to do it, and their parents think it's cool. To it's be also good for the pie, right? Like the rising tide lifts all ships. It's good for promotion of the game and promotion of the uh, revenues. And everyone is very well aware of <laughs> escrow, and, and the more revenue dollars the players escrow. can get, that's 50, 50% each. So We're buying a house here? Are we talking about it house? Is, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, oh, no. It's <laughs> Unbelievable. Are you a pro hockey player or are you buying a house? Right. That's right. I'm still putting stuff in escrow. Both for of God them God use sake. Monopoly money. Oh, yeah. my God. It really is crazy. Do you think the league has gotten what it wanted out of the Winter Classic? No question. This is uh, this is all they, more than what they could have expected, what this has turned into and what it's become and the excitement around it. I mean, we, you walk down here at 9 o'clock and the band's starting to play. There's oh, my people God. people lined up around people all the in here at 9.30. They're, they're all loaded up with their sweaters everywhere. here hanging it's, out. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, people are fired up. It, and it, it happens wherever this, this Winter Classic goes. So, no, it's, it's huge for the NHL. And, again, it it's makes the fun more – it makes the league more fun. I just continually go back to oh, how it kids. was oh, for the my kids, God. Everybody. for everybody, for my casual fan. Right. Even, and the, again, some guys might not like it, but the players themselves, like we didn't have any fun 20 years ago in the NHL. It was all like <laughs> beat each other up and you couldn't throw pucks to people in the stands and you had to be serious and all of these things I watch today and I watch it. It's just so much more fun league and more enjoyable to watch and a better product. That was the first time Razor <laughs> has gone into old basketball. Get off my lawn. In uh, my day, we had no fun. To, we didn't. It's like oh, in the NFL, so... you know, players get fined 500 bucks for throwing a ball in the stands, but if you get it to your intended target, you don't care. Right. Whereas, you know, did, did, did they ding it for pucks? Was that like 20 bucks a puck No, I'm sure they would have, number one. <laughs> or, But mostly it was you're not playing that game. If you're out there playing – rock, paper, scissors with people in the stands. I mean, Pat Burns or Mike Keenan are grabbing you off the ice and warm up and putting you in the dressing room. So, no, you didn't, you didn't mess around with that stuff. And it's better. The game's better.
better for it the way the guys are now. And now it's Jim Montgomery, and everybody's happy. That's it. All <laughs> roses. It's for pretty this crazy team. when you don't lose, fans are happy. That's uh, <laughs> it's amazing well, a, how that works. What a novel concept, yeah. right? I think they might be uh, hearing that down at Gillette. Razors with us until ten thirty. We got Milbury coming in from eleven to about twelve fifteen or so, and of course we're going to weave in and out of the other stories in Boston sports. The Patriots keeping the playoff hopes alive. They beat Miami twenty three to twenty one yesterday down at Gillette Stadium. There are now uh, rumors, rumblings, reports about what could be happening. Uh, it's a real revelation that Mr. Kraft might not like the offense. Oh, I know think? that, I mean. Wait, you mean he has eyeballs and he sits uh, and watches the game so. too? I, I, I didn't realize there needed to be an official report on this. Is, Damnedest thing. They're last in red zone, last on third down. They don't score points, and, and he's not happy. Weird. This offense sucks. <laughs> I mean, you can just hear him now, just sitting there and being like, you know, Bill, what are you going to do? And what's the reverse of Jonathan? Remember when he was doing the fantasy on his phone? He said, he's going to have so many fantasy points today. Now <laughs> the right. Patriots are on the opposite. We have no fantasy points today or real ones on the score. I'm glad I started our defense. They scored again for the fourth straight week. It's going to be a big boom to the fantasy. And then if you stayed up last night, you saw one of the weirder things ever. Celtics lose to Denver 123-111. Okay, Nikola Jokic, MVP candidate, da-da-da-da-da. They had a 40-minute delay in the fourth quarter of this game because Robert Williams dunked the ball so hard, it apparently knocked the rim out of balance, apparently. So, of course, you get, you know, like my dad or my Uncle Pete with his ass crack hanging out up on some ladder with a tiny little level trying to figure out how to balance this thing out. It's all crooked and sideways. They try to move it. Players are sitting there like, what the hell are we doing? 40-minute delay. During this game, and the Celtics end up losing, and afterwards everybody was like, that sucked. It did. It really did, especially if you were up on the East Coast trying to watch this thing. And then they're – I don't even remember what the hell they weaved in and out of it. It's like, here's whomever just happens to be in studio right now to cover 20 minutes. Dance. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) It's like, yeah, here's the breakdown of the game to this point. And it's just like (laughs) – so Time Lord rips a massive dunk. It ends up throwing the rim off its axis, let's say. It was a weird 40-minute delay. We've got all that to get to as well. It is Winter Classic Day. We mentioned Mike Milbury will be with us. We're here at Timeout Market right down the street from Fenway Park. Come on down and hang out with us. Uh, tomorrow's the beginning of Gresham Fourier because uh, Fourier is too good to work on a company holiday, so that's why Hart is here. Those NFL players. It's Pamper. unbelievable. It really is. Uh, but uh, let's get to Terp back at Command Central. He is ready to tread. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trading now brought to you by FindMassMoney.com. We can all use a little extra cash around the holidays, so take 60 seconds and go to FindMassMoney.com. You could have unclaimed money from forgotten bank accounts, stock certificates, payroll and refund checks, insurance proceeds, and more. That makes for a happy holiday. Go to FindMassMoney.com today. It's fast, easy, and free. Trading now, the Patriots defeated the Miami Dolphins 23-21 yesterday, keeping their playoff hopes alive. The Patriots scored their seventh defensive touchdown of the season with the Kyle Duggar pick six, which is most in team history and the most by any team since the 2017 Jaguars. Now with the win over the Bills on Sunday, the Patriots will be heading to the playoffs for the second consecutive season. And the Celtics had their four-game win streak snapped in last night's 123-111 loss to the Nuggets. There was a 35-minute delay in the fourth quarter of this one after Robert Williams dunk bent the rim. The Celtics are back in action tomorrow as they take on the Thunder. And the Bruins host the Pittsburgh Penguins in the 2023 Winter Classic from Fenway Park. Puck drop is set for 2 o'clock. I'm Justin Turpin. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Well, we know we got the Winter Classic later on today, but 
What is the best Bruins lineup here about halfway into the year? We'll talk to Andrew Raycroft about that next from Time Out Market. Coming up this afternoon on Patriots Monday, QB Mac Jones checks in to break down the win over the Dolphins. This is Patriots Monday on WEEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. This is the WEEI Classic Broadcast. Live from Timeout Market on WEEI. Classic broadcast. It is winter time as well. Put it all together, folks. There will be hockey played in Fenway Park this afternoon, uh, where the Bruins will take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Listen, I get it. John Henry owns the Penguins. Okay, fine, I get it. Yeah, come on. Can can we get can we get a little different matchup? It feels like oh, the Bruins are in the Winter Classic. Who are they playing? Oh, they're going to play the Penguins. Maybe they'll throw the Rangers in there. There used to be a time where it was all these Bruins fans that are starting to get hammered right now <laughs> would be screaming, you know, how come we don't get Montreal in these games like this? Screw those a-holes up there. But seriously, is it me and is it Boston-Pittsburgh all the time, or am I just losing my marbles? Well, it feels like it, although last one was Montreal. The one before here was Philadelphia, but, but it seems like the – any of the NBC games, any of the afternoon games are Boston, so Pittsburgh. there it is. I that's that's what more it is. what it is. is, is that, the yeah. afternoon matinee games, whether it's at the Garden or whether it's on national TV, is, mm-hmm. is Boston, Pittsburgh. And, and we get that vibe again. But certainly I think we all understand why that one's happening this year at Fenway. What is, the, what is kind of the state of the Penguins? Because, again, I grew up in part of that world until I was about 15 years old, and it was all Mario Lemieux. And it was, how can we find a way to protect Mario? You know, they had, like, Paul Coffey had a stint there, even though he's not a protector. But they brought in, you know, the typical thugs of the uh, – 
mid to late 80s and early 90s type of hockey, but they've had Malkin and Crosby forever. When does that train kind of end in Pittsburgh? Well, it's a very similar narrative in Pittsburgh than it is here with the Krejci and Bergeron and how long they can go and who's signing last this summer. Malkin was a free agent. Chris Letang was a free agent, part of that trilogy that they have similar to the Bruins. So they had a lot of question marks over the summer like the Bruins did, and they brought the band together like the Bruins did. They struggled a little bit at times this season, but they're in a spot where they're, they're getting to their game. Uh, they know how to win. They all compete really well. So it, it's a very similar team to the Boston mm-hmm. Bruins, and, and the narrative around it is very similar. I think I'm obsessed with Olmark. I think he's yeah. the most interesting story because I'm not sure whether he's having an aberrational great year or this is you're seeing a star develop before your eyes. And I asked you about the ice. The other thing that I look at is the number of games he's played. Previously, the number of games he's played this year, so the pace he's on. Are they going to – I know Swayman was hurt, Swayman healthy. Are they going to manipulate that sort sort of balances out and you don't burn him out? Because I have to think that's a consideration at some point. Certainly the pace will that, – that pace number he's on now is was more just the fact of how – was Swayman injured, but also how well he played right out of the gates. Right. You, you want to roll with that. You want to capture that early on. I think now after today – Uh, You're going out west. I think the way Swayman's played the last couple weeks, he's got his game back together. So, so I would see them. I would, I would almost, I would put them half, fifty-fifty, all the way through January, all the way through that All Star break. This is kind of the dog days of the NHL once they get through today. So. I would imagine that pace pulls back. I would imagine you can go 50-50 and still get the amount of starts Allmark needs to get. The other issue you do have to kind of watch is if he has an opportunity to win the Vesna Trophy, yep. how many games does he need to play to get to that number? What if is it, 55, 60? I, I think 55 I think 55 is a little high. I think you can get away with, but I think 50 you have to have that 50 number. Okay. Vasilevsky is going to push 55-60. If you get to 50 as a goaltender, I think that makes you eligible. So, so that's at least 10 games more than he's ever played. Correct. Last year was the most he right. played, right, to get half. So right. so that number, he's going to have to bump up eight games. I don't think that's an issue. I, I think he can manage that because of the way it was front-loaded. I think you can go through the second half of the season and probably get to 50 playing just over 50% and be well-rested. So so that's kind of the number I would look at, 50, 30, 30. 235 split record aside yeah because the record's ridiculous yeah the record's not sustainable no is this who he is do you think he is going to go on and have a great career as an nhl goalie i do i I thought it was a it was the best sign in the bruins could have made last summer he was the best free agent available he was in a situation in buffalo where needed a little bit more organization to his game needed a little bit of direction and, and needed some some culture in front of him but, but I believe, again, he's not going 18-1 and one pace the rest right. of his career. Let's, let's get that out there. But <laughs> If he did, it'd be really cool. He's an NHL starter. There's no right. question. He's a guy that you can rely on. I think it's all about consistency and reliability with NHL goaltenders. He's a guy that will be able to, to manufacture this over the next three, five, six years. So, Razor, I see from Fluto Shinzawa the tweet about the practice lines. And it's Marshawn Bergeron, DeBrusque, and you got Zaka, Krejci, Pasta, Hall, Coyle, Frederick, Foligno, Nosek, Greer, Smith, however that all works out. Is that, now that you've seen about a half season, is that the best grouping that the Bruins can put out on the ice from a forward standpoint? Yes, 
Yes, and they've been lucky that they've had the opportunity to roll that out this season. Everyone stayed very healthy. Nosek missed a few games the last couple this week. But, yes, that's that's the ideal lineup. That's And then the back end you have McAvoy, Lindholm, Carlo, Grizzly, Clifton, Forbert. So that's the ideal lineup. That's the best group that this team can roll out, and you're going to see that today. Uh, do you like Lindholm and McAvoy together, or are you still of the, hey, I'm okay, splitting them up a little bit? I've really enjoyed watching the Bruins coaching staff, Jim Montgomery, play the matchup game. I think that keeps players into it. I think that keeps players invested, and and I think it's interesting, and I think it makes the team better when you take the Bill Belichick motto of every game creates different opportunities and i'm going to put the players that allow that to do that so there's games we've seen where you're playing the edmonton oilers and you're playing dry and connor mcdavid on the same line all right mcavoy lindholm you that's you guys the other teams that have a little bit more depth and you can spread those guys out that's a positive too so i've liked the way they've moved them in and out i think that's the way it's going to be and then game one of the playoffs depending on what that kind of a matchup gives you and that's what you're used to doing. You're able to do that, and you're able to adjust and be flexible. Is that unique in hockey? It is pretty unique, and for a couple reasons. One, you, you, most teams don't have that luxury. Right. Most teams have to protect somewhere, and, and that's what's why the Bruins are so good this year. They don't have to protect anybody or anything, any lineup, any players at any point. Everyone can get rolled over. So that's what makes it unique. Also, the willingness of the players and the willingness of the coaching staff to actually think that. A lot of old school guys, a lot of coaches just want to have the same lineup, put the same numbers down on the card sheet and move on. I think the, the way the, the game's played now, you have to be innovative and you have to move guys around. Uh, do you think there will be other organizations that will start to adopt that philosophy a little bit, or does that have to come from a coach adopting it first and bringing it to an organization? I think the better teams, the, the, the teams with the most depth, can do it. I think it really comes down to who you have in your lineup mm-hmm. and the ability to do that, the depth that you have. The, the Carolinas of the world can do that. They have a bunch, of, uh, a bunch of different pairings on the back end depending on who they're playing. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning have done that over the years. That's what's made them really good. They can line Hedman up against whoever and put someone with him. So, so yeah, the, the, the better teams come playoff time, find a way to get the right matchups, and, and you need a bunch of good players, but you also need a coach that, that understands them. All right, so uh, the police are here, not for you, yeah, but it's your escort to yeah, be able my, to get my you. helicopter down the road. <laughs> That's right, to get you up. Oh, no, Greg Hill's got luck. the Greg Hill's got the helicopter That's today true. to be able to land on uh, on top of Fenway Park, yeah. and then uh, you know seafood tower his way <laughs> into the uh, luxury suite or whatever. Uh, but uh, Razor, so pregame, postgame, correct? You're on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. So I'm heading over there now. So it should be a lot of fun. It'll be a, a good event. And you're predicting a four-three Bruins win. Yes, maybe a five-three empty netter, but oh, four, okay. you know we'll take another goal. Just Hart's only thinking about over. going it'll over be four six. Three. Yeah, it'll be four-three at some point. Yeah, over perfect. Six. perfect. Well, Razor, thank you, friend. It's good, good, good to see you. Guys. Happy New, New Year. Year. Yep, good thank stuff. You. Have a awesome. uh, have an absolute uh, blast over there. I will. So Hart and I will uh, now shift to getting into some Bruins. Or excuse me, getting into some Patriots because uh, we have done a ton of Bruins, and of course. The Patriots hard find a way to get a win against Miami yesterday, twenty three to twenty one. I like the way you phrase that because uh, the last couple of weeks they've found a way to get a loss. So this time they found a they, way to get a win. It, it it's really crazy to think that they are 
maybe four plays away over the course of the season from having 10 wins. Oh, yeah. And, and I think that shows you, you know, we were joking about it off air, like you expand the playoffs. These are some bad teams or not good teams that are competing for playoff spots. You got that Second, right. third string quarterbacks are in the mix in a number of these cities that are competing for playoff spots. And if you just look at it, are they a good team? No, they're not. They're not really all that good. But guess what? Doesn't matter. Nowhere does it say you have to play a certain style or prettiness of football. Now, if you want to be Bengals, Chiefs, Bills, that upper echelon right. that's vying for the number one seed and all that, home games, sure. But the reality is there's going to be a few bad football teams playing on super wild card weekend. Uh, yeah, and uh, clearly the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be one of them. They've clinched the yeah. division, yet. There are those out there who are like, well, you know, Brady might be good for a round or he might find a way to win two rounds. And even it really depends on sort of the team as you look at them. Like right now, you would not feel good about Baltimore doing anything in the postseason without Lamar Jackson. Nope. You would not feel good about New England. Nope. Although New England defensively, you could probably go up and down in terms of the AFC and as of right now, in terms of the teams that are going to get into the playoffs because the Jets are out, you could argue that New England, if this holds and they find their way to get in, that they might have the best defense of the seven playoff teams in the AFC. Uh, you could definitely make that argument, and they need that. If they're going to have any chance, and it's not just That's play their good calling defense. Card, yeah. And Max said it yesterday in his post-game press conference at some point. Like, we need to play better so we don't count on the defense to score points for us. Because that's a dangerous way to live. Bill always talks about those as kind of being gravy points. Even though they've done it, what, seven times now? Seven. This year. Duggar three alone. Right. It, it, that's a tough way to live. And you see that a lot in the postseason. Over the years, you go back and look at teams that have been turnover heavy, defensive score heavy. Well, guess what? That sometimes changes when you start facing good teams. When you have to face good quarterbacks... They don't turn it over as often. They don't throw it to you. It's more likely that Teddy Bridgewater or Zach Wilson throws oh, you the ball than oh. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, the good teams you'll have to beat. So it's a dangerous way to play. And I also, it's funny, you bring up the Bucks because the Patriots and the Bucks. there's some similarities in terms of yep. record, not good football, whatever. But at least with the Bucks, you feel like, I, at least this is how I would look at them as a fan, you have a puncher's chance. I have Tom Brady, Mike Evans. Those, they can do what they did yesterday. Keep me into the game until five minutes to go in the fourth right. quarter and see if Brady can pull it out. Whereas, what's the quote-unquote puncher's chance for the Patriots? Is it a defensive score? Is it a, a punt return for a touchdown? Because offensively, you just don't make plays. Honestly, it's having a two-score lead, even if it means ten points. It To me, that's the puncher's chance is you go into the fourth quarter with a ten-point lead. The way they play offense where they go slow – Maybe they can get you a field goal in the fourth quarter, yep. but that ultimately it is the defense that has to kind of hold up and it's get that early lead and see if the defense can help you get there. And, and that's where I almost wish this team played a different style this year where it was more inconsistent, where it was every once in a while you got some big plays on offense mm -hmm. and maybe the defense gave up more plays because the defense has been consistent. You feel good about that. But you also feel equally as bad about the offense. You just have no faith that if the offense needs a drive, they're going to do it. And I know they had a couple drives yesterday. Mac had one of his best throws of the year, that late drive where he mm -hmm. sort of put it in that little hole between the corner and the safety. And I'm thinking the fact that that's one of your best throws and best plays of the year sort of tells the story. On a good offense, that play happens 8, 10, 12 times a year. Yep. But for this offense that's done so little, 
And that's where I, I get back because on paper they have a chance. They absolutely have a chance. But then I've watched these games, and it's just so – it makes you feel so dubious well, of what they it, can do. Well, the other part of it for me, too, is realizing that the, the head coach has put the offense in a position to fail with who he put in the role of offensive coordinator. Yep. Whether given the title or not. Yet, they're not where they are if they're not a well-coached team, even though – we have seen uncharacteristic mistakes from them. How many times are you going to run into the punter? But it has been portrayed at times that it's a disaster down there. If it's a disaster, then what does it say about a team like the Jets, who lose to the Patriots twice, a Matt Patricia-led offense? They lose it twice, their game behind them, and they lose the tiebreaker head-to-head. You look at Miami, got off to a great start. I, I put this out there. I would welcome your thoughts on this. If Tyreek Hill is supposed to be a big difference maker, then how's Kansas City still got 13 wins and Miami is in the exact same spot they were last year, except they got a flashy guy now who may or may not get arrested at any point in time. Because quarterbacks are the difference makers. That's, I mean, it, it, it's overly simplified, but it's crappy football this year, right? And then what do I see? Oh, David Blah, Blow, whatever his name is, is the Both. 64th quarterback that starts. Okay, right there, I just answered your question. Why do you have a lot of bad football? Because most teams, on average, have started at least two quarterbacks, but, if not three. But again, we've sat around here on the Patriots defense, and it's, you don't have this star, you don't have this corner, you don't have this safety. And Tyreek Hill gets 55 yards? Well, when some the of Patriots, that's on the coach. When the Patriots' starting three corners are out for the game? Like, again, that's where I get into the don't tell me all these wide receivers are such difference makers when in a game where, now, by the way, third-string quarterback in, I understand that. But if you're supposed to have one of the greats, allegedly, on the outside and he can't do anything against Miles Bryant or – or some dude with a multi-syllabic name that comes up Tay from the practice. and Quandre Mosley. Right, but, oh, they had the great Tyreek Hill. Oh, but Skylar Thompson played. But that's why you're supposed to have the difference maker out there so that even guys like that dude can throw the ball to him. And that's where I would get back to Mike McDaniel, who also supposed to be this great offensive mind and crazy smart. A delicate genius. Well, the genius ran the ball 19 times for 60 yards in the first half. Yeah, why are we running? I mean, that's okay. If you're the Titans and you're Mike Vrabel with Derrick Henry. And, and you got a big you have back. A back Yep. Absolutely, and and I don't even need the production. I'm That's who you, you are. Mm-hmm. It will pay off in the second half. But to me, if you're the Dolphins who are built around, as you said, two pass catchers, yep. that's, the, that's their identity. Those two speedy, dynamic, 1,000-yard playmaking, you're built around that, and you hand the ball off 19 times, and you're getting no production. Lawrence Guy, Jawan Bentley are kicking your Shutting them down. butts yep. up front. Mm-hmm. That's bad coaching to me. That, like, that's as simple as bad. How many times has Bill said that? Well, we're not just going to run our head into a brick wall just because we want to show. Other than that game in Miami five years ago or four, whenever the hell he decided. Sure. Other than that, he goes, no, nah, I'm not going to do that if it's not going to work. This, is this the year that really drives home the Belichick theory of, oh, other teams will screw it up? Yeah. If we just don't screw it up, other teams will do it for us. It's the poster. And it's a part of how they, right now, somehow, are the seventh seed in the AFC with a week to go. And the other teams that screw it up are screwing it up with bad backup quarterbacks or soon-to-be-bench <laughs> quarterbacks. And your quarterback, who everybody hates, by the way, 
has kind of turned it around. Doesn't give the game away. Doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't hit the deep ball yeah. even though his arm got hit hot. And and he made fun of himself. I give him credit on that. One of the postgame <laughs> quotes, to something to Taekwon. I got to put it where he can at least get a finger on it because some yeah. of those were like five, eight-yard overthrows. It wasn't – it was just – there was never a chance. There, there was, was bad timing there, yeah. Right. So he's got to do that. But the way Mac was playing early in the year, the turnovers, that was how you've taken advantage of all right. the other teams. Like he's cleaned that up enough – so you can win these games by two points in the final drive or wherever you get. You know, you, you keep it close because those turnovers are how a two-point game turns into a 12-point game. If there is one positive that you would like to think would come out of this season relative to Mac, it's that they put the fear of God in him on the turnover. Right. They'd rather deal with a deep incompletion that's overthrown by five yards and Mac makes a joke about versus – leaving it underthrown where it truly becomes a 50-50 ball because now it feels like they're taking deep shots, but it's no longer 50-50 balls. It's either you're throwing it out far enough for the guy to run underneath of it or you're just not taking those shots at all. And some of that is probably an understanding, an awareness, a a realization that our defense is pretty good, maybe even better than we thought it was, that every week or most weeks, maybe that changes when you do face a Josh Allen who right out the gates, I don't know if you noticed, Bill's like, you know, good off, a great player, maybe the best player in the national. <laughs> Ever since he's, he got caught telling that ESPN crew that Josh Allen was not an MVP candidate, yep. Bill has gone the other way, over the top. Greatest player that's ever played, can do anything. But the reality is, most weeks, your defense is good enough to keep you in that, what, 14 to 20 point range? So oh, yeah. Don't you're... screw it up, and we'll have a chance. We're only going to need a couple plays, and the way they play, every once in a while they give you seven points to close close that gap so i i wonder if if they even maybe they didn't realize their defense was going to be as good against some of these offenses as it ended up being and as we sit here with uh, one week left in the nfl regular season the patriots just got to go to buffalo and get a win oh is that it well there are other ways for them to be able to get in and uh, we'll touch on that but uh the latest report about robert Kraft being fussy about the offense has dropped Hart and I will talk about the future of that. Mike Milbury will join us at 11 o'clock. It is our classic broadcast from Time Out Market right down the street from Fenway Park. We'll continue next. WEI, WEI, New England Sports Original. We're back. This is the WEEI Classic Broadcast on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. I know we are at timeout market, and of course we're getting ready for the Winter Classic. But Omaha, Omaha, we got to uh, change course here. Of course, it is a Patriots Monday. Joining us on the Harbor One Hotline is our guy Hunter Henry. He is brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around the joys of food. By Zooty, build any app your company needs in a week, and by New England Spine Care. Hunter Henry with Gresh and Hart on the Harbor One Hotline. Hunter, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How you got? Hanging in there, man. Uh, a win is a win is a win, is it not? Tell me the feeling after uh, yesterday's victory over the Dolphins. Exactly what you said, man. We just had to find a way to get a win. That's really what it's all about. And, uh, I mean, we found a way, and we did it. So, we're still alive. Unfortunately, the last couple of weeks, you guys have found ways to lose. To find a way to win and play these close games down the stretch, you're still in the playoff hunt. 
Is there value in that? I mean, is, I, I know it hasn't always been what you wanted, but is there a certain uh, testing of your metal, so to speak, in that? Yeah, it's been a it's been a crazy season. Uh, like you said, we've we've done some things that obviously we had to really learn from. They were tough uh, experiences that we you know we wouldn't like to go through, but we did. And we just got to continue to learn from those experiences and grow from them. And yesterday we were able to close out a game um, in, in great fashion and, and be able to win a close one. So in a division game, you know, a playoff game, really, atmosphere, feel, all that stuff. I mean, the playoffs kind of started early for us. So um, it was just good to come out with that one. Hunter, you end up with five catches for 52 yards. Just kind of walk us through your day a little bit. I know you had the one big chunker for 29, but uh, just kind of walk us through how you were able to get involved offensively yesterday. Yeah, man, just trying to, you know, once I, when I get my opportunities, take advantage of my opportunities when I get them. So, uh, you know, I do as much as I can. So many different things that I, you know, involved with the offense and the run game protection game, uh, shipping, whatever it entails, special teams, uh, just trying to help out the team as much as I can. So uh, just when the ball comes my way or opportunity comes my way, trying to make a play. So much of your game is built on uh, high-pointing things, making catches up above your head and outfighting DBs. When you're in position for the, the onside kick there, and I think Coach Belichick calls it short-stopping it there, uh, you feel any pressure on that? Is that a comfort zone for you? Do you go back? Do we, are you a baseball player? You go back to your roots at all? No, I'm just in the zone, man. <laughs> you know, once you get in the flow of the game, it's just everything else is blocked out. I'm not really thinking about everything else. Just got to execute that one play, you know. That's that's all that really matters in that moment. So lots of reps at, at fielding onsides. We, we get them uh, week in, week out. So you just never know when that situation is going to come. Uh, just trusting, trusting my hands, trusting the preparation, trusting the that practice will, you know, execution will become kind of game reality. So it it did, and it took a nice balance. Was able to recover it pretty cleanly, and uh, you know, seal seal the win for us. That was that was huge. Hunter Henry here with uh, Gresh and Hart, a part of our classic broadcast here from Timeout Market right down the road from Fenway Park where the Winter Classic will be played today between the Bruins and the Pittsburgh Penguins. And uh, Hunter, there have been more national media people who have been jumping on your guy Mac Jones because of him being demonstrative, throwing his hands in the air. Sometimes it looks like poo-poo face. Sometimes he's completely thrilled and smiling. And some people are having a hard time putting it into context. For those who don't get Mac, you're around him all the time. What do you make, if anything, about some of the public displays of uh, frustration or elation at times from Mac? Mac's a competitor, man. Mac wants to win, and that's all that he cares about. And, and this is an emotional game. This is a game that takes a lot out of you. We put a lot into this. There's a lot behind the scenes that a lot of people don't get to see. Uh, people kind of get to just see the tip of the iceberg when we're out there on the field. But we put a lot into this, pour a lot into it. So, And it's an, it, it's an emotional game. And uh, we thrive off that, man. We, we, we thrive off uh, Mac as a leader, man. He's a great leader for us. We love having him in the locker room. We love having him in the huddle. Um, he's been tremendous, man. We don't get phased by any any of the outside noise or anything like that. Uh, 
our guy. We we love him. He's a competitor, man, and I, I love going to compete that week week in, week out. You guys were the beneficiaries of another defensive touchdown. Huge play by Kyle Duggar. And your guy Mac actually post game talked about as an offense, you guys, you know, want to continue to get better and improve and maybe not rely on those defensive scores, but how uh, how nice is it to have that in your back pocket the way that the guys on the other side of the ball have been, been putting points on the board this year? I mean, it's insane. Uh, how crazy. I mean, it's wild. I mean, I think it's every week I feel like they're, they're getting a defensive touchdown. So, I mean, it is uh, – it's a blessing to have for sure. I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't appreciate it. It's been very nice. Uh, we obviously need to continue to do more on offense. Uh, but – Man, it's 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 nice that we have those guys. On our side. How athletic are those guys? Like we see guys like Marcus Jones and Kyle Duggar catch the ball, and it's like it, it's not a defensive player returning the ball. It's a little bit like the old days with Dion. It's it's almost like there's an dynamic offensive attacking athlete suddenly has the ball and looking to get to the end zone. Yeah, those guys are trying to make plays, and once the ball's in their hand, they're they're tremendous athletes, tremendous players, uh, tremendous guy like. Tremendous with the ball in their hands. I mean, just able to make plays, man. It's uh, it's fun to watch uh, on the sideline. Kind of get gets us all going with when a big play like that happens. So, man, uh, glad we have uh, Doug on our side. I mean, he's, he's a tremendous player. Uh, you had mentioned that yesterday was like a playoff game. Are you already just straight up in playoff mode? Because Lord knows that's what Sunday in Buffalo is. But yeah, I mean, we, that's what we were this week. I mean, we were kind of winning in scenarios. So, I mean, it is it is the playoffs. So, we just got to be ready to go. And, uh, you know, we were locked into this past game this past week. And now we just got to take it this next week, one game at a time. That's just kind of the mindset you have the rest of the season now. We're down the street from Fenway Park for the Winter Classic today, the Bruins and the Penguins. Can you skate? I'm not. I, I'm not a great skater. I'm not. It's not. Uh, it's not a uh, as big of an activity as it is up here in Arkansas. So I didn't really grow up skating. Would you like to learn how to, or is it even something yeah, that you're yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Hey, fall on the ice looks like it a, hurts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that'd be a cool skill. To, it's not the top of my list of things I would love to learn, but. I think it's a. I think it would be a cool, you know, it's a cool little thing to to, to know how to do. Um, but I wouldn't say it's a top priority. Hunter Henry, we know top priority is getting a win against Buffalo on Sunday. We will catch you next Monday. Have a great week of uh, prep. Thanks a bunch, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, fellas, y'all be going. There we Thanks, go. Hunter. There goes uh, Hunter Henry with us on the Harbor One Hotline. We are at Timeout Market right down the street from Fenway where they will play the Winter Classic this afternoon between the Bruins and the Penguins. We are scheduled to talk to Matt Judon at some point today before we are out of here, but we'll welcome in the great Mike Milbury for the next hour with Gresh and Hart from Timeout Market next. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. Original. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.